Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mainstream Boy. I'm your host Jonathan and this week I'm joined once again by none other than our pal Spencer to talk about three new release holiday films. This week we go back to meet the parents with Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart in a feel-good family drama, Happiest Season. Then we take the long hike up to the North Pole for an unconventional bloodbath featuring a war-hardened Mel Gibson as Santa Claus in Fat Man. If any of those get you in the holiday spirit, stick around. But anyway, Spencer, um, I know we probably already talked about Thanksgiving the last podcast, but uh, we haven't talked about it on Mainstream Boy. Did you have a good holiday with your uh, family or girlfriend? Was it a full family affair? Like, just your immediate family? Was your sister there? Or... Yeah, it was very chill, very relaxed. Uh, you know, very small, obviously. But um, uh, Brooke and her family. And uh, Maverick, of course, the dog. Um yeah, it was very chill. We came back and recorded the uh, Those Movie Dudes podcast episode that you can go listen to right now, where we talked about uh, films that we we're grateful for. So you can go listen oh, to that okay. episode on our podcast feed at Those Movie Dudes right now, a little Thanksgiving episode. I was going to say, we don't have to use this as a plug. I was trying to talk about your like. It was a good transition because that's what, we, that's what I did. That's what we all did on <laughs> Thanksgiving Day, like Thanksgiving evening. Yeah, that's fair. We all got together on cool. Zoom and did that, and yeah. Well, I was in quarantine. My dad handed me my tray of turkey, and uh, we had, like, cheesy garlic bread for some reason. Ooh. And he handed it to me from a distance with a mask on. He was basically in full-on hazmat gear and said, see you later. <laughs> and then that was my Thanksgiving. So well, That sounds lovely. <laughs> At least you got some Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a turkey later on, a turkey sandwich, which was better than Thanksgiving altogether. That's the best part about Thanksgiving food. But anyways few weeks off of mainstream boy you know what it's not that big a deal because there really wasn't much out anyway we did watch that sarah paulson movie run pretty solid film i would check it out if you're into you know some thrillers and uh don't have anything wrong with sarah paulson's life choices <laughs> i mean that's a good way to sell it it's it's a very fun film i didn't realize yeah it's cool this until afterwards but it's from the same director of searching the movie that came out a couple of years ago that all oh. takes place on the laptop uh, with John Cho. With Harold and Kumar guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Kumar actually guy. like one of my favorite movies of that year. Um, and she does a really good job. This is her, like I don't know, I guess maybe feature debut with like a, like a live-action narrative. Um, and it was a lot of fun. Like It, it was pretty balls-to-the-wall, kind of fun, crazy. Uh, psychological thriller. Um, I yeah, wish we did no, get to talk little... about it. Um, but yeah, that was... One to check out because it's one of the more fun films of the year uh, that you should definitely see. It's on Hulu. Oh, welcome back to Mainstream Boy, by the way, where we talk about new release movies. Me and Spencer, unfortunately, not in theaters because we're living in a worldwide pandemic. But instead, we see what's coming out streaming during the week. Grab a big bucket of popcorn, maybe uh, maybe a snow cone. Haven't had one of those in a while. Spencer, maybe a snow cone. Maybe you have a cotton candy maker in your house or make a soda stream and you, you make one of those. Yeah. Soda stream. I used to have one of those. Those were nice. You can make some sparkling waters. You can do some of like it was the, fun. Uh, the generic soda stream brand sodas that kind of tasted like shit after a while. But like the first couple of sips, it's like, oh, it's really close. And then it's like, oh, this is like, just oh, this is Pepsi. And... Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it was fun. It was one of those stupid things your your mom got you for Christmas once you ran out of ideas. But so you can grab that, sit down on the couch, take your pants off. So this week we have two kind of holiday themed movies, one of which is kind of a, a family drama. 
uh, with with some with some love stories going on in there and a little bit of trying to get approval from your parents, you know, stuff like that. Uh, the Hulu original Happiest Season, Spencer with Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart, Aubrey Plaza. Um, and also, uh, kind of out of left field, uh, dark Santa Claus assassin bloodbath movie up on the North Pole with Mel Gibson, who looks like he's 97 years old. Fat man. So that's exciting. Which one do you talk want to talk about first? Um... We can talk about Happy Season first. I'll start off on a, you know. Okay. A little upbeat, upbeat, happy, a happy happier note. note. Yeah. Of. I'll allow it. Um, but yeah, let's go right into it. Happiest Season 2020 film on Hulu has a 7.0 on IMDb, an 85% certified fresh critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes. So, so far, pretty well received film. Uh, a young woman's plans to propose to her girlfriend while at her family's annual holiday party are upended when she discovers her partner hasn't yet come out to her conservative parents. Directed by Clea Duvall, who did direct one episode of Looking for Alaska, Spencer. Okay. Nice. Which is a good show. So uh, Never seen and it. And that deals with, you know, a lot of emotional coming-of-age stuff, too. So I guess this works out. But in this movie, we got Kristen Stewart, who plays Mackenzie Davis' girlfriend, and Allison Breeze in it. We got Aubrey Plaza and Mary Steinbergen, who's the mom from Step Brothers. Yep, and Elf, of course. She's fun. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, yep. Elf. So, you know, and a couple other actors, but that's all I had written down. But a pretty good cast in this one. Yeah, this is definitely one of the biggest ensembles of the year right now. I mean, you didn't mention uh, Dan Levy. I know... Uh, I think we, you and I might be the only two people that haven't watched Schitt's Creek, but people are freaking out about that show right now. And uh, when, like, th- the fact that he was in this movie, he was all over the marketing. It was pretty hilarious. And his role in this movie is just, hey, Dan Levy was really good in uh, Schitt's Creek. Let's basically just have him do some, be like the comedic. Which one is Dan pick. Levy? He's the, is, he uh, the, is he the gay friend? Yeah, exactly. He's the one that's always on the phone taking care of the pets. He's okay, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I do think he's very mm-hmm. funny. He's Eugene Levy's son. I mean, he looks exactly like his father. I mean, you know Eugene Levy, right? American Pie. Yeah, he's stiff. Or, yeah. Well, not stiff. Uh, Jason Biggs' dad. Yes. That's, yeah. yeah yep. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I can definitely see the similarity now. Yeah, yeah. And they created Shit's Creek together and have um, done very well for themselves. But this movie, I thought, was just kind of a delight. Like, it was very upbeat very uh happy but yet it does go to a level of uh you know some very dramatic and emotional moments and it definitely doesn't shy away from that but it could have gone a completely different direction and really gone to a very dark and like kind of depressing tone but yet it still remained pretty fun and pretty upbeat and comedic like i definitely chuckled a handful of times throughout this movie yeah, despite the kind of the family issues that they're addressing in this one, like they definitely keep it very lighthearted. I just think uh, there were so many funny side characters in this one, like Jane, their sister, who's just, just like just the outcast of the family, but she's super happy all the time yeah, and yeah. just is just seeking approval from her family, but in like a really funny way. Yeah. And how she's she's writing this like basically Lord of the Rings book, and it's taken her ten years, and everybody just writes her off. That's where you kind of get to the point where this movie is a little bit predictable. You can kind of see where it's going. Um, but that's just kind of every family drama. I do think that this one had a lot in there. The writing was really good. You love the characters. And it wasn't just like your run-of-the-mill Christmas comedy or whatever, you know. I didn't necessarily love the characters. In fact, a lot of them really annoyed me. Um, but they were so entertaining to watch. I, I did really enjoy Kristen Stewart's character, Abby. 
I thought she was really good. Like this was one of the first times where Kristen Stewart's character is just like she was so charming, she was so charismatic. It's, I've have found her to be a little one note. I do think she's a really good actress, but yeah. here I feel like she was she just shined completely. She just felt very comfortable in this role. I mean, she did a great job. I thought um, playing off of Mackenzie Davis, and that's the other thing is like he really bought their relationship. They did a really good job like with their chemistry in this movie yeah they were amazing together like the, I, could, I could see them together 100 yeah. percent in a real life situation like instantly believable um but just the parents and the family like they, they were so annoying and so just weird and quirky but yet that's what makes this movie fun to watch it kind of kind of just reminded me of like christmas vacation at times just like everyone is so annoying and that's the purpose i mean obviously this is more realistic and you're you're supposed to hate your family on, yeah, on the holidays, um, I think. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, so I thought they did a good, did a good job of kind of balancing. Like you still like the characters, but yet you still like you want to like grab them and just shake them and be like, "What's wrong with you?" <laughs> like exactly. Wake up. Like Mackenzie Davis's character too. Like you yeah. can kind of understand her motives, not wanting to uh, come out to her parents and stuff because of her dad's basically his political figure. He's trying to be mayor and whatnot, and sure. she doesn't want to ruin his reputation. But you know, I mean. You you can pretty much unpack that and figure out how this movie's gonna go, but yeah. damn, Allison Brie was a total bitch. Yeah, she was Sloane, and she had um, and Sloane, which is the bitchiest name is. as well. Like it's I'm hilarious. like, of course your name is Sloane. Like oh my god. Yeah, yeah, and her, her um, uh, kids, like the twins, that just her demon kids. The kids from The Shining, just always like like spying and snooping. Yeah, I mean it has quirks. It has some uh, some fun scenes. It's a light movie to put on during the holiday season. So if you want to gear up towards Christmas and watch kind of a, a lighthearted romantic comedy, I'd say this one is worth your time for a Hulu original. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think there's uh, some good moments in this movie. Like I was, especially toward the end, like when she was, the the emotional scenes with her family and with uh, Abby, with Kristen Stewart's character, like I was tearing up a little bit. Like I genuinely was. I think that, those scenes were executed really well, and you can see these characters coming together. But yeah, it's definitely not your run-of-the-mill, crappy, Christmas, cringeworthy comedy, kind of like Holiday was a few weeks ago. Uh, this sure. is definitely one I would I would consider checking out. It's got good messages and good characters. So what would you give it, Spence? I would give this a three and a half out of five. I really like this movie quite a bit. And uh, like I said, if you're in the mood for a Christmas kind of romantic comedy... Uh, definitely check this one out. It's got an all-star cast. Uh, you'll definitely have some laughs, and it's uh, it's worth your time. I would raise your three and a half to a four out of five. I think these movies just, I don't know, seeing people can like connections like this and just the emotional character moments. I just these movies appeal to me the most. So, Makes sense. um, that's nothing new. A lot of these, a lot of the movies that we have watched on Mainstream Boy, if I give it a high grade, it's because it's this type of film. I think it was definitely a good feel-good family drama. And Dan Levy, yep. sorry, just just the scenes with he's trying to take care of the fish. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like, hey, do you know a good pet store where I could get the exact same fish? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's like, what? No, like th- those were just those were just really funny thrown in there as well. So a lot of good side characters. Anyway, Spencer, we did watch another movie this week that is completely different from this one. Kind of. It's in the same tone of mm. a holiday Christmas film. Yeah, it's got some Christmas sure. tones. It's a, uh, in fact, it takes, you know, it centers around Santa Claus himself. Yeah, the fat man. The fat man, Chris. Yeah, Mel Gibson, which he's not really that overweight. He's he's maybe no. you know 
He looked pretty trim a little bit heavier than movie, me, to be honest. <laughs> so, I mean, he he did go shirtless, and he did not look like you know Tim Allen from the Santa Claus or anything. So <laughs> good for him, I guess. Fat Man, uh, which is on VOD right now, uh, has a forty five percent critical rating, but an eighty one audience rating. So this definitely definitely is more of an audience pleaser. I don't really know why the critics hated on it, but you know what? That's okay. It has Mel Gibson, Walter Goggins, who plays the hitman, uh, Mary and Jean Baptiste, who plays Mrs. Claus, I believe. Okay. And uh, yeah, those are pretty much the main people in this movie. But a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected and precocious 12-year-old, hires a hitman, Walton Goggins, uh, to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> as you can see this isn't your typical i mean you know there's billy bob thornton's bad santa and whatnot but this is just fucking out there for a christmas film if that's what you want to call it yeah um but damn all right then like i <laughs> after reading that synopsis like you told me too earlier i was i was fucking down to watch this movie yeah, I mean, like, I I remember a couple of years ago when this movie was announced and Mel Gibson was joining the cast, the logline itself was just, was what you just said, and that alone, I'm like, okay, I can't wait to check that out whenever it does release, and yeah, it did, it did get a limited release in theaters a couple of weeks ago, and it just hit on demand. This movie was just ridiculous, and it, like, it wants to be a comedy so bad but it remains so dry and so like dark. It never. Oh yeah, like, it's not funny. Gets there, <laughs> but like I mean, no, it, it in a way really yeah. wants to be funny. I mean, the, the in, in particular, just the stuff with Walter Goggins, like whatever he was bringing to the uh, the table with his character, like he was trying to do something comedic. I mean, him trying to drop off that little girl after uh, the little kid interrogated her, and he's like dropping her off yeah. in front of the house, and he's just like. I don't know. He was just like being so like nonchalant, but so intimidating. But yet he was trying to be respectful to the fact that she was a kid. <laughs> like it was just same and same when he was uh, trying to pay that kid for his model airplane. Yep. He's like, "How about a hundred bucks? Hundred fifty? Okay, okay." Uh, well, he was being like, he picks up a hamster, pets it, kisses it, and puts it back after murdering <laughs> his owners. <laughs> like it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just like what they want to be funny, but they don't know if they really want to. I mean, the premise alone is. A declining Santa Claus, not knowing what to do with its budget from the government, uh, so he gives financial kids troubles, lumps yeah. of coal, and the kid hires a hitman to go and kill him. Like that's just funny, but the movie never gets to that like laugh out loud comedic tones that I wish it did. I guess no, because you know Santa Claus is going through all of these economic money troubles based on the fact that there's not enough good kids out there to warrant making presents for them right. which he would get, then get a subs uh subsidized something loan back from the government based on that so he's giving out more coal and in turn not being able to pay himself or all the elves so it really gets into detail <laughs> about the economic yeah. ties that he has it's to dark. the government <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like and then in addition to that this little bastard is such a little piece of shit the 12 year old who's just this rich ass i mean his father's out working all the time, so you can kind of wonder why he's a little piece of shit. But I'm so glad he gets what's coming to him because it's this is like the fullest extent of what a kid would do in the situation of getting coal for Christmas. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Turns into a fucking psychopath, wants to kill Santa. It's it's funny, but also very dark. So, yeah. I think it was just very kind of mindless. 
very stupid, not really over the top. I mean, it kind of took itself very seriously. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I didn't didn't dislike my time watching the movie. It was just not what I was mm-hmm. expecting, I guess. But I still enjoyed it. You were expecting something funny, yeah. I guess. Like, I, I mean, I was expecting maybe something, I don't know, not like Bad Santa, but like something a little more dark comedy. Whereas, like, because the premise alone, they could have had a lot more fun with that. But they kind of made it a little yeah. more grimy, a little, a little, a little too, too fucked up at times. <laughs> they did, and mostly with Walter Goggins, just because he is a very uh, not remorseful hitman. He gets the information he needs, and then he's fucking done with you. So yeah, that was that was surprising to me. I really thought he was going to be a little more forgiving. Overall, this movie was just surprised me. It's out of left field. If you're looking for a, a crazy Christmas hitman bloodbath up in the north pole i think this is definitely worth checking out and we don't see a lot of mel gibson lately but he's just this hardened badass christmas santa claus so why not check it out it's a movie i think you should absolutely put on closer to uh to christmas late at night and expect something that's bloody something that's dark and very unconventional something that's out of left field uh and that kind of uh toys with the christmas genre because it does have fun with it at times, and I, I did enjoy it. And so I'm going to give it a solid 3 out of 5. It made it to fresh. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely definitely a fresh movie. I just I wasn't expecting anything like this, but I think it just it had some crazy kind of just shock value moments um, for the most part. But I think the concept works. Just a hitman going to, to kill Santa Claus because... This kid got a lump of coal in his stocking. Like, it's a genius concept that I'm surprised hasn't really been explored before. I think it was very well executed. Uh, I give it a three and a half out of five. I think it's definitely worth checking out. All right, and that's going to do it for this week. But uh, next week, we do have uh, some, you know, I would say movies that could possibly be considered for awards maybe this year. At least one of them is. First, it is Christopher Landon's Freaky with Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton. Know nothing about it, Spencer? You got any information on that one? I think. I mean, this is part of the universal deal where they release the movie in theaters, and then three weeks later it goes on demand. I think I saw a tweet from Jason Blum, the producer, saying that it was going to hit VOD on December 4th. If that's true, mm-hmm. we will rent it and watch it as part of Mainstream Boy next week. Uh, and then, obviously, a uh, big release for Netflix is David Fincher's Mank. It is about the screenwriter of Citizen Kane. Uh, so it's got some big Oscar contention. Gary Oldman for Best Actor, Amanda Seyfried apparently for Best Supporting Actress. And then, obviously, technical stuff, David Fincher directing. Um, so that's one to watch for. Uh, it could be a big awards contender. So that's on Netflix, December 4th. And then potentially a Saoirse Ronan, Kate Winslet film, Ammonite, an 1840s uh, period piece. Saoirse Ronan's, Ronan's been pretty big in the uh, spotlight over the last couple of years. So I would check it out just for her performance if that does end up coming out uh, on VOD. So that's what we're looking at next week. Um, that's pretty much it. Uh, but we do always check out uh, the regular main podcast comes out every uh friday friday evening or saturday morning and make sure to vote in our stories on saturdays as well to help choose the movies we watch every week anything else you would like to mention spencer uh nope that'll do it just make sure you can follow us at those movie dudes on instagram and uh that's where you can find our podcast on any podcast feeds apple Podcasts, spotify podbean don't fucking say it on my podcast
Our podcast, sorry. And Android. And Stitcher for you Android users. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. We will see you over Mainstream Boy next week. Toodles. Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. Make sure to head over to our Instagram and follow us if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 500 followers by the end of 2020, so if you enjoyed the show, tell a friend, or at the very least, leave a scathing review on your preferred podcast platform. Stay safe during this upcoming holiday season, and as always, wash your fucking hands.